Hello and welcome back to Series 4 of The Public Eye, a six-part series of podcasts brought to you by Granite Exchange. I'm your host, Sarah Travers, and throughout this series, I'm speaking to local entrepreneurs and business owners to learn more about how these companies have come to be, to gain insight into their growth and find out how they continue to innovate. So wherever you get your podcasts from, remember to keep an eye out for all our new episodes and subscribe to stay up to date. Very excited about today's guest. I am joined by a fellow North Coaster, uh, Zara McLaughlin and founder of Zara Ceramics. Zara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And thank you for making the journey today. I could have given you a lift. Before we begin, a little bit of background to your very, very exciting business. So Zara is a ceramic artist, a maker based in the small northern Irish town of Ballymoney. A recent graduate from Ulster University, Zara is currently operating Zara's ceramics from a small studio space in her hometown. And thanks to her innovation during lockdown, her business has taken off over the past few months with a huge online following now of over 30 thousand people which continues to grow and I've just added my name to that today. <laughs> Describing her art as fresh, contemporary and bespoke, Sarah said she was bitten by the clay bug and has never looked back. So Sarah currently designs a range of homeware items including wax burners and plates and she's known far and wide for her stunning mug. So do check her out on Instagram or online and you can see exactly what we're talking about, Zara. It's uh, fantastic to meet such a creative young person who's doing so well. And I suppose the beauty of business now is you can do it yourself. If you've got a really good product and you work really hard, you can sell online by having that amazing presence. What has lockdown uh, been like for you? It's been very difficult for a lot of businesses, but you've thrived during it. Yeah, <laughs> surprisingly. I can't believe it, to be honest. It's been crazy because lockdown hit just as I was graduating university. It was insane. I thought whenever lockdown hit, they gave us the call. They were like, right, you're going home for... I don't know how long, so I packed everything up into the bit of the car and came home from Belfast thinking, oh, I'll be home for two weeks. And then... Was that like the March time? Yeah. So did you even get to finish uni properly? No, 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 no graduation, oh. no degree show, nothing. Oh. So it was like all this momentum, all this build up. I think anyone in their final year will tell you it's like this huge excitement. Everybody's like running towards the finish line. And for that just to be like swept from beneath your feet, like it was, it was, it was really, really sad <laughs> But you didn't sit at home and sort of twiddle your thumbs, did you? Or you, no. maybe you do twiddle your thumbs, maybe that's exactly what you do. And you, but, you know, you launched this incredible business. Tell yeah. us how this all came to life. Well, basically, whenever I came home, I had so much momentum behind what I was already doing. I was like, I've worked this hard. Um, what can I do now to keep pushing forward, keep ticking on um, and try and create something with this energy? Because my degree work was very sculptural based, but I knew when I graduated, I really wanted to to turn this into a career. What did you study exactly? Oh, ceramics yeah. at Ulster University. Um, it was great. I enjoyed it. I loved it so much. I was so sad whenever it just came to a finish in the middle yeah. of like nothing. But um, I came home. I had a small garage studio space 
which I had like built up over the three years I was at the uni. I had known that I was eventually going to be plopped into the deep end. So I had this space set up and ready to go. I had no kiln. So I went on Facebook Marketplace, typed in and was like, uh, can I please find a kiln? Found this wee tiny kiln that was older than me and like held about six mugs at a time. And I was like, yep, that'll do. That'll get me to the next spot. Brought it home, plugged it in um, and then started like making just like mugs and like small functional things online which I could sell um, and started marketing them on Instagram as a way for people. I, I started doing personalised mugs so people could write a little message on the inside of a mug and then send it to their loved ones oh, who they, they couldn't see because then they could have like brews from far away. That was like my initial idea. I was like, oh, I could create like mugs which people could like send a message to their loved one because I think it's really comforting holding like um, a cup of tea or a mug and I was like, oh, what if I, what if I do this? This is something fun. This is something for me now I think I was working really hard on creating degree work and I was very in the zone of like study 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 and then when I came home and it was like super isolating I was so used to being around all my friends every day mm. and this like uh, work environment which was full of like buzzing ideas to come home to be in by yourself in a garage is just the complete opposite so I had to find ways to like connect with other people online. Did you know though that you, um, so before lockdown, did you know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and have your own business or did you want to work for someone else? Had you any grand plan? Honestly, like from the heart, I had no idea what I was going to do. I remember sitting in January with my mum and dad in a restaurant and saying to them, what am I going to do? I'm going to need to go back to the cafe and pick up more hours because I can't, like, I can't sustain this. And um, they were saying, look, you'll figure it out, you'll figure it out. And I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. Oh, I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I'll try. Um, Eureka, here's a yeah. pandemic. <laughs> here's the pandemic. You're coming home. Nobody's working. Everybody's at locked at home. What are you going to do? I was like, great. Um, and now no degree show or no nothing. So whenever I came home, I started like just picking up online and like building a community. And I, I, I even studied business studies at school. Ah. failed it nearly failed it nearly failed it but you must have taken something on board <laughs> oh yeah I I mean I was there and I tried my best and I was part of the young enterprise group and I really did work at it and I really enjoyed it but I just couldn't understand what was that click and it wasn't until I figured out what works for me that I was able to make Zara Ceramics happen so what was that click was it about the Instagram presence and the story and people getting to know you and when you go to the Instagram page it is just beautiful you see your products but you see your personality or was it having you know people locked at home very into their home and their homeware and everybody suddenly looked around their kitchen and went Ugh, I need, <laughs> I need I'm sick of the sight of these things I need new products what was the click the real secret is community and I tell everyone that and I think for me coming from a place of just being so lonely at home and reaching out to other small businesses in my area and just saying how are you doing this what is what's working for you and them taking me under their wing and being like every every time I had an issue I think a lot of people get scared about starting a business because they're like I don't I don't want to fail I'm like fail because you're going to figure out how to do it better mm. um and I would go to them and I'd be like look my mugs, I'm packing them here and they're breaking in the post. What do I do? And they're like, like Zara, here's my suppliers where I buy all my packaging from. You need to buy this, this and this and do this. And then I would figure out my way around it. But community has been the, the only way that I have 
thrived in the pandemic and having other people rallying in my corner. So and when you say community, do you mean a business network or do you mean an online business network? network or what? An online network. There's so many ways. There's there's collaborating. I've collaborated with different businesses. So I collaborated with Olivia's Haven. I've collaborated with. Um, they make beautiful. She's beautiful candles. Yeah, yeah. beautiful candles, um, and different homeware stores as well so they were great because then I was working on different products but then also just other small business owners and just being having that network of them pushing me onto their platform I would push them onto their onto mine I'd be buying from other small businesses and promoting things that way I think the the secret is if you're online and you have a good online presence but also are supporting other people it'll also reflect back onto you I think when you are a maker and I know from being from the north coast myself there is a gorgeous camaraderie between the makers on the north coast I'm sure the down area and the Newry and Morn area is exactly the same that the support that you give each other because actually as a collective um you're it's not even that you're, you are stronger. There's a better offering and you all sort of plug each other's oh, products yeah. and big each other we up. We all bounce off each other mm. and I, like, I really love that about Instagram. It's not, it's not, I think whenever you're in a retail space and you're out in the, um, maybe more went offline, it's like businesses are all about competition, whereas online it's all about community. Yeah. And everybody's trying to help each other. Like whenever I was starting and I had no kiln, I would reach out to the local potters in my area and be like, could you give me a hand? Like I have no kiln. And they were more than helpful to just even rent me a space in their kiln in order so that I could like get a leg up to try and help. So how much is a kiln, the one you oh, bought? Oh, it's like at least five grand. It's the price of a small car. Wow. Like okay. it's uh, it's insane. So, so how did you go about starting, you know, getting the money to... That <laughs> the cash flow situation. <laughs> the very first kiln I bought was three hundred pound on Facebook Marketplace, and I used this wee tiny bucket to like get save and save and save to buy the second one. And then I also, I actually also sold my first car to help me put in for the for the kiln. So I had to take a lot of risks. I took a lot of risks, but it has paid off now. And <sighs> the I can see that now. But you see, whenever that girl who was just fresh out of university, who was really really sad. If I could go back and tell her now that like, you hang in there because you're going to do it. You're going to get a much better yeah. car down yeah. further down the line. Did you get a new car yet? Not yet, but we're on the market for one. Are you? Yeah. Great. Okay, well, you'll probably need a van, will you not? Um, so, you know, just looking at your, your social media presence, it's everything seems so gorgeous. Sure, that's the Insta world, isn't it? Everything yeah. looks perfect. But, you know, your style and your vision really um, come across too. Your pieces are very unique but functional, which I like because I want to be able to really, you know, enjoy my cup of tea without bits sticking <laughs> into my mouth all, or the handle and you're trying to gr- grab I, it. I think when it comes to styling and styling an Instagram page, it's so important because that's your shop front. You don't, like, I don't have a physical shop, so Instagram is my shop front. People will come onto your Instagram, look at it for roughly maybe 10 seconds and decide whether they want to follow you or not. So the way you style your images is really important. I found really early on that what was going to help me is I hired a photographer. So I found someone whose style of imagery I really loved. And I was like, can you please come and like, this was a girl, Emma Rock, who is fabulous at her craft. And I was like, I would love you to come and help me. And she came and then elevated me again to another level. So I would say to anyone listening, if you know of people who can like pull you up to that next level, don't be afraid to work with other people who might be able to do things a wee bit better than you can. So at the minute, you are it. You are Zara Ceramics. So you are the maker. Um, 
but you're also doing this online presence. You then have to package everything up and send mm-hmm. it all out. You know, so it's a, it, is it full, it's full on twenty four seven? It's a huge task. I. I'm getting better at it. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, I would be working from literally 7 o'clock in the morning to maybe 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, it was mental. I'd be sitting, like, in my living room packing boxes, and I would find it really hard to get in a really good balance at the beginning. I feel like anyone who's starting something new will tell you that. It's all, like, guns blazing at the start. You have to, like, put your head down. You have to go for it. But then as things start picking up, you can sort of start delegating your time better or you need to find better time management. Well, I did because I would just burn out in the very beginning. This podcast is sponsored by Granite Legal Services, a niche business and immigration law practice located in the heart of Newry City. Granite Legal Services provides legal advice to both individuals and companies alike across a wide range of industries, from employment, commercial or corporate law matters to immigration law. Granite Legal Services focuses on providing legally sound, practical advice to its clients. To get in touch, visit www.granitelegalservices.co.uk or contact 028 3026 No, and you can't, you can't sustain that. No, you can't that. sustain that. And I'm sure that. your family too were getting <laughs> Oh, they know. They were it. like, oh my gosh, Sarah, this is, this. They, they were great. They helped out a lot too. And they would help me pack boxes and then take trips to the post office for me. So it is a family affair some days. Um, well, that's lovely. You have to yeah. have that support network there to be able oh, to continue. 100%. Um, but you are, you know, you're a young woman. Yeah. Um, if you're working all the time, when do you have time for anything outside of work? Oh, you don't. I didn't at the very beginning, but I got really strict with taking and pulling the plug at five o'clock more recently I find a huge I am obsessed with roller skating at the minute so that is like my new thing I just go out at five o'clock and I'm like no this is my time I'm gonna go roller skate I'm gonna hang out with my friends and I think that really helped me and helped my business too because I was getting burnt out to the fact that I didn't I was finding it really like monotonous to start filming and stuff see as soon as I took a break and had really good rest I found the creativity came back again I got excited about making again do you hear that everyone rest rest yes. you know we have to stop wearing burnout as a yeah. badge of honor that doesn't prove anything Absolutely and you're no not. good to anyone now you're no good to anyone if you fall over oh no <laughs> on your I got wrist guards don't worry I know it's sure? like not the perfect hobby for sure water. these hands for goodness sake <laughs> Um, okay, so talk me through your normal day. Now, how do you regiment the division of all the different roles that you oh, have? There's so much to do. Yeah. I normally plan out my week um, the week before and decide, like, right, well, what have I got to make this week? What do I need to ship out this week? And it's sort of like an, a military process. And so I it's, have it's orders first. Mm-hmm. You look at the orders. So I take mm-hmm. in the order. So I'll how I work and how I run my business is I do drops. So nothing like none of my products are up on my website all the time. I run just very strictly via drops. So I will put a hundred mugs up on my website at a time, tell everybody when they're going live and then it's like chaos on drop day. Everybody's like, oh my and gosh. And that's the way you do it. And that's the way I do it. And then I get a hundred orders in and I'm like, right, okay, I've got two weeks to fulfill these orders. So I wake up and then I would throw 50 one morning, wake up the next morning, throw 50, then put the handles on, then let them dry. Then they have to dry and then they have to go in the kiln. Then they come out of the kiln and you have to glaze all of them. Then you put them back in, then they come out and then you have to ship them all out to a hundred different locations. <laughs> 
And how much, you've probably got a better uh, term for this, but how many don't work? You know, oh. I've tried that old potter's wheel. I thought I was <laughs> in Ghost, you know, like Demi Moore, of course. And, but they Everybody didn't look that. like... Oh, uh, I, I like to call them the diffs. Everybody that follows me will understand this because I come on to my stories all the time like, oh my gosh, I've diffed another one. Sometimes they stick the shelf. Sometimes the handles crack off. Sometimes they just don't go right. And do you have a worse diff day? Do you have diff oh, days? Oh, some days I have diff yeah, days. Yeah. Sometimes I definitely have diff days. <laughs> and um, they just go to the recyclings if I catch them in time if they don't then I have a doof pile and some I'm keeping I am saving them all up to do like a charity raffle at the end of the year that's lovely because people it's like are the wonky carrots them. in yeah. the supermarkets I yeah. would love a doof mug oh yeah, yeah. That's great. I'll have to check those out <laughs> so that's right so there you go I'm now understanding how you manage yeah. to do this so you yeah. you do your drop then yeah. you, you and then what after that, what after do you do? that, I'll Start like again. figure out what I want to do. I'm, I'm very skate a bit. yeah, I have to do a little bit of roller skating, and then I'm like, right, okay, what do I want to make today. I am very in control now of what I do and what I make. Um, I'll decide. Okay, this week I want to collaborate with Olivia's Haven, and so I'll reach out to Olivia and I'll be like, right, let's work on a new candle wax burner design, and she'll get hers ready and I'll get mine ready, and then we'll drop them together. And I work exclusively via drops, and then it's exciting and it's fun, and then everybody's like, right, you got to get them on the drop. Um, I need to go and get back to <laughs> drop school and diff school really here. I'm learning so much today. So that's really interesting. Yeah, um, it's good fun. How are you going to grow and scale this business? So scale wise, I had a huge like think about this for a long time. And I was like, do I bring in an apprentice? Mm. Do I move to a bigger space? And we were talking a little bit about this before we hit record. And I was telling you, I think my key thing and what I've been saying to everyone is you can do big things in small spaces and I have to like keep telling myself that too because I think no matter the equipment that you have and how much if you do not have the passion and the oomph in you you're not going to get it done but for me I would really like quite like for for now I don't know what's going to happen in a year or two years time I would really quite like to keep it in-house and I want to be the one that's making them so instead of the possibility of things increasing in quantity they'll probably increase in value and in price and that is where I am going down at the minute right just because I really love what I do and you want to keep control and of I it. yeah I'm a little bit oh, of right. like obsessive but the thing is but I understand <laughs> that because you, you you are your brand and yes you want it to I, be it is my baby I always joke because I am so young and I'm like this is my baby but like but how do other ceramicists grow how do other potters I'm thinking of Stephen Pierce, I used to love his pottery down in, in Cork. Mm -hmm. um, but he had a massive big shop. Surely yeah. he didn't make every single pot. He must have had no, a team. they bring in apprentices and stuff. Mm. I think down the line I'll probably, because I would love to run workshops. Yeah. There's not a lot of people doing pottery in Northern Ireland. And the really sad thing is they've actually closed the ceramic course at Ulster. <gasps> so there's going to be no more pottery classes unless you're doing it outside in like small pottery things. It's hard. It's going to be harder to find skilled people. So a nice potter school or yeah. a nice economy museum yeah. or something like that. You know where people can actually watch and learn. So I would really, I would really love to run workshops. That's one of my bigger goals is to get people into the studio. But at the minute, the work that I produce is just solely made by me. Mm -hmm. And your, how would you d describe your design to people who? who don't know yet and haven't checked out the Instagram. Oh, it's quite simplistic, but very modern. I feel like it's a fresh spin on um, ceramics. I think ceramics sometimes can get a bad rap for it being like a lot of like um, kitsch pottery. Mm. But I feel like I'm bringing that into the 21st century. Can you put them in the dishwasher? Oh, you can. There of you go. Of course you can. 
they have to be functional. They have to be functional. Well. You can't have, have a good loved. mug that you only. Have oh, to absolutely handle. not! Absolutely not! And tell me more about the, you know, the personalised. Are you still doing that? Yeah, I do them. Sometimes I do random like one-off like personalised drops. Like my most recent one was a personalised drop, and so you can like request whatever you want stamped on the inside. It gives me a giggle sometimes. Some oh. of them aren't safe for podcast. Oh really? But I was going to ask. Yeah. you. Can you give us an idea of a safe one that? Oh, tickled. What was my like? Some of them are very motivational. Sometimes you get like, "Oh, have a great day," or "You've got this," oh. or like, it's some of them are like, yeah, like really positive, upbeat. Um, We've needed that, haven't we, over yeah. the last while? Um, can you believe all you've achieved in such a s- short space of time? No, honestly, no. I, I actually wake up every morning and I just think I'm so grateful to be where I'm at today because this time last year, I'd love to go back and give her a hug and just say, you know, you're actually going to be all right. Oh. Oh, that's lovely. (laughs) And what about your friends and family? I'm sure they're absolutely delighted with you and all they, you've they, can't, they can't believe it so my, my grandparents I still don't think they really understand the world of Instagram so whenever I'm walking down the street and sometimes like now like people will come up to me and be like oh well, you're Zara you're the girl that makes the, the mugs on Instagram I'm like oh that's me and they're like how did they know you <laughs> so it kind of takes the catches them off guard but it's really lovely because um they are really proud of what and they still can't go over it because I live with my granny and granda um and so they still can't go over it. like they're watching me like put in the hours and they're like how are you doing this because I suppose that's nothing and they, they didn't ever experience that whenever they were my age. They, oh. This wasn't even an option to them. And they drove you here today, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they're so good. They're wonderful. They're they, so honestly, good. Honestly, <laughs> isn't that just gorgeous? I love it. And um, what about um, sourcing your materials now? Is that important to you? Oh, I get all of my clay, all my stuff from Scarva Pottery Supplies Wow! Uh, in Bambridge. And they are incredible. They have been so good to me. And they look after me so well. And all of their potters, to be honest. I, if anybody is buying pottery supplies, I would say go to Scarva. But no, they've been so good. They really helped me out whenever I was buying my first kiln as well. And what would you say is your best-selling product? Oh. When you do those drops? <laughs> Definitely the mugs. Yeah. Everybody's like, Sarah, when are you making more mugs? I'm like, I am in like mug land all of the time. But they are my favourite thing to do because whenever I was at uni, um, this is this is another story. So whenever I was at uni, I wanted to make something that I could like sell to make a little bit more money. So I used to make mugs. That was my very first thing that I started to make. So mm. I feel like they have come on so far and to be able to see from where they were now to where they are today like I used to bring clay home and sit at my kitchen table and start to make things and then carry everything back to Belfast because I didn't have a kiln at home I didn't even have a studio at this time but like we just made it work and we just packed everything into cardboard boxes and shipped it back and forth until I figured it out so now to see the mugs where they are now and the quality and I'm so chuffed with how far they have come oh it's incredible and where do you see yourself moving to next what's next for you oh I well I would love a bigger studio space I think that's going to be my next big goal I also have a plan to hopefully do another drop over in England because I have a lot of people following me who are not even from Northern Ireland Mm -hmm. and so that is the plan I'm currently scouting out um a local bakery over there because I would love to do two crafts like two crafts colliding um so I've contacted a couple to try and make that happen That's so is that plan. a collaborative drop again yes yeah, what so does that work? so does they that will put in a product and then I will put in a mug or another like ceramic piece and then people will come down and like pick up two so they'll probably pick, put in like a bun and a mug and I think that's like a lovely 
combination. Oh, that's gorgeous. So <laughs> where did all of this come from? Where do you get all of these ideas? I just love working with people. Mm-hmm. And whenever you're work, whenever you're a potter, it's so isolated. I don't know many potters that work with other people. Most of them and my hometown are very isolated and just work in their own studio spaces. And I was like, I didn't think about this whenever I was at uni. I didn't realise I was going to be so alone. And I was like, how am I going to make this work for me and what I enjoy doing? So I just started reaching out to people on Instagram and going, would you like to do this together? Um, and sometimes you find people who are just incredible to work with or bounce ideas off and you just think of things that you would have never even thought of just sitting alone. And the thing is on Instagram as well, you can reach so many people, you can connect with so many people and if they dig your style and you get them, great things happen. I tell everyone, just message anyone on Instagram. If they're a public profile, that's what it's there for. You never know who's going to reply. It's incredible. The opportunities that I have got through Instagram, which I didn't even know we're going to be. And I think what's just so lovely about you is your enthusiasm. So how could you not be motivated or want to support or help or be connected to this great vibe that comes from you? Thank you. Yeah. Um, Just for all the other people out there who haven't quite worked out the secret to success online, um, you talked about the importance of, of a community. You talked about having that photographer come in when do you do so do you photograph everything in a chunk do you, do you change outfits and do all sorts of stuff oh. do you do that in a couple of days or how do you feed that so, hungry beast I think I think Instagram can be really uh, challenging to navigate unless you've been doing it for a while like in the beginning I had no idea what I was doing I think getting a photographer is great because then you'll always have content to post I think you can get really in depth. Some people like follow the algorithms and know exactly when to post and when to post. I just post, um, I was going to say all the time, on stories I post all the time. Every yes. day I normally have a story up, document and what I'm doing that day. And I've gotten really, not. are you here with not, me yet? Not we'll a minute, we'll be- have to get a picture. <laughs> but normally I would like pick up the camera and be like, right everybody, this is what I'm doing today. And I'll start filming it. And I do that every single day. Okay. But grid posts, I feel like you can get away with posting like one a week. One a week, yeah. that's all. That's all I post. I don't post a lot of grid posts. Goodness. And I find... But every day a story. But every and day a story. And do you feed that story during the day? Yeah. It, so you yeah. add bits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll just like pick up, start filming, and then just leave it. And then just pick up again. People are like, oh, do you not need to have like a conclusion? Like, here's what you started. No, I just start filming. Or an idea or a theme mm-hmm. or... No. Well, I, I think it it's because happens. every day I just film what I'm doing during the day. And because I've got used to picking up the camera, I think a lot of people are quite scared of like picking up the camera and talking to the camera. Yes, I think that's the are. biggest the biggest hurdle that people are scared of. And I used to start, I started doing it whenever I was in university and I had like 1,000 followers and people were like, who are you talking to? I was like, myself. I just want to document my day because I know that I'm going to want to look back at this whenever I leave university and think this is what I was doing whenever I was there and now I'm not there anymore. I want to see what I was doing. Um, and so I've always just documented it for me, not necessarily other people. I think if you're creating and documenting something that you love to do, um, it'll rub off and you'll find other people who are interested in that as well just so naturally the video content is is massively oh, important and yeah. and you and, and what do you do do you muse do you think through things or do you just do people just love to listen to what you have I to think, say but I think pottery is quite hypnotic anyway so right. it, like if I'll just like start filming like my throwing process and I'll put some like I love to put like quite chill music on in the background and people say I could just sit and watch this all day it's very hypnotic wow. I'm like that is the idea uh-huh. come here for your like five minutes a piece uh-huh. every day <laughs> like that is literally what it is over my corner of the internet it's just like very chill 
nothing is ever I sometimes say come on if something goes wrong I will come on and start talking to the camera and be like oh look what's happened today we've got another diff diff, diff yeah. shelf is it's filling diff, up yeah the diff shelf's filling up boys <laughs> what am I gonna do but um normally it's just me like making and documenting the process you've also been organizing your own pop-up shops I believe yeah just where like, and how does that work my most recent one was with the surf shack in castle rock so that was like a really perfect match because mm. I actually went to school with Aaron and he has built this like unreal little surf shack and then they've got a little coffee shop it was it was like it was a match me and heaven coffee and mugs brilliant and so nice it was also vista. yeah and so we were down and it was my birthday I did it on my birthday you know what I actually I love doing in-store collaborations so much and um, that I was like I can we do this Aaron can we do this on my birthday because I, I just love meeting people and it was so lovely because it was the sun was shining everybody's in such good spirits everybody was like socially distant had their masks on perfect day and um did you sell many we sold them all within an hour and how many had you a hundred oh Right, and what do they retail at? £35 a mug. Whoa, that was a good birthday. <laughs> it's a great birthday. That's in the in the pay yeah. for the car. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, okay, I'm just so excited by what you're doing. I think anybody tuning in today will feel inspired. You can't Thank not you. about what you do. Obviously, you've got incredible talent. I didn't even ask you, when did you first think clay ceramics this is for me oh, I didn't even start university in ceramics I started ceramics in jewel I started my university degree in jewelry and then spent three weeks in jewelry and thought I hate this and I went downstairs to the ceramics department and the tutor handed me a ball of clay and I was like oh I quite like this I think I'm going to move to ceramics and then I started ceramics so like I literally just one morning was like I can't do jewelry anymore I'm moving to ceramics and now I'm addicted like I always say I've been bitten by the clay bug because I feel like I was literally bitten by a bug that day and I can't look back <laughs> yeah and you know it's unfortunate now that as you say others won't be able to do the ceramics no. course that's a bit hopefully scary. like there's lots of um on like evening classes and lots of local potters will offer night workshops and that's what I'm working on now I'm hoping to like run some workshops in the near future um but I think that's the best way if you're looking to get into pottery that is going to be your route in well, Zara, the purpose of this podcast is to inspire existing business owners and also those ambitious entrepreneurs out there in how they can grow their business by offering an insight into the success of companies such as yours. And wow, Zara Ceramics over this past year, incredible. So what advice finally would you give to people who may have that business idea but don't know where to begin or they're unsure as to whether or not it's a risk worth taking? I think if you are, if this is something that you've just been thinking about all the time and you can't stop thinking about it, go for it. Don't be scared to fail because you're going to fail and you're going to fail a lot, but fail fast and often. I love that saying <laughs> yeah. because you're going to learn so much from it. I think anyone can do it. If I can do it, I tell everyone, if I can do it, you can do it. Just put yourself out there. And the more that you put yourself out there in video and show what you love to do, it will reflect off that. And even the doofs make a good and Instagram post. And even the doofs post. make a great Instagram yeah, post. because the power of vulnerability, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely, <Sarah>. absolutely. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin, it has been a pleasure to Thank meet you. you so and much. all the very best for the future Thank of Zara you. Ceramics. Thanks for coming to Newry today. Thanks to your granny and granddad absolutely. for bringing you down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This podcast was recorded in Granite Podcast Studio. Interested in starting up your own podcast but don't know how? Granite Podcast Studio can help. Record your podcast in our state-of-the-art studio, which is based in the heart of Newry City. Our studio has cutting-edge and user-friendly technology and can seat up to four people. 
We also provide an editing service for our team using your guidance and editing notes to provide you with a flawless finished product, leaving your listeners wanting more. For more information on how you can get started, visit www.granitepodcaststudio.com.